What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another show, man. Uh, Bet US show, NBA show. We're here every single day, Monday through Friday, breaking guys off with our best NBA bets, guys. Uh, we do have a promo running, the Million Dollar Contest, man, for March Mayhem. If you'd like to sign up for that, just go to BetUSTV slash Mayhem. Every $100 deposit uh, gets you an entry in the contest as well. Also have 125% sign-up bonus as well and $50 free play as well for new users, guys. So uh, hit the links in the description. Uh, give you all that info there, guys. And it's, all the info is also on the Twitter page as well, guys. I'm your host, Jay Money. We got our guy Josh with us and Chris Farley as well. Chris, how you doing, my brother? Everything cool with you? I'm good, good. Uh, I was all over the Cavs yesterday, guys, and those Celtics and Derek White. And uh, they're, just, they're just feisty. They just stay feisty no matter what. So I got a good number with the Cavs at minus four. That that push, thank God. Um, but, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have liked to be on the other side of that number if you were a, a Cavs supporter in a really good spot. Uh, otherwise, things are going well, man. Uh, 50-50 day yesterday here at BetUS. Hoping to get some more wins. Let's clean the slate. Yes, sir, man. Let's get some more wins. Yeah, I, I had a really good day yesterday as well, Josh. So let's keep it going. Obviously, we know what these teams are now as well, Josh. How you doing? Mr. Undertaker himself. Josh, how you doing, my guy? <laughs> yeah, got to live up to that reputation today as well. I'll tell you that much. But uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Like you said, we're starting to figure out a lot of who these teams are now. So It'll make the back end uh, very interesting, and I think it sets up for the playoffs to be even better, to be perfectly honest. I think we're going to get some fascinating matchups and some really good opportunities as well from a betting perspective when it comes to some of those Western Conference matchups specifically. Yes, sir. Can't wait for the playoffs, man. That's that's when things really get serious there, guys. But uh, let's go ahead and check out our best bet record for the season in this one, man. I know I know Friday we had a good – I'm not so sure about yesterday, but I know Friday we had a good day, man. So uh, we were pushing along, but six, sitting at 647 total plays on the season, guys. 316 wins, 322 losses, and nine pushes, guys. So still six games under 500, but uh, we're going to try to try to right that ship today, guys. Uh, have four top games to go over we'll answer any questions that you have in the chat as well uh we're all trying to get some cash here every day on the show let's head over here to our first game up guys uh first game of the day going to the streets of minnesota here guys we have the wolves land two points at the house versus the philadelphia 76 in this one getting two points here on the road if you'd like to go to money line route the timberwolves are laying minus 135 on the money line you can get back plus 115 if you'd like to go with the philadelphia 76ers over and under sitting at 229 and a half in this one josh how are we looking at this game my brother you think the timberwolves can get it done over the Sixers here tonight yeah this is absolutely nightmare spot for philadelphia back-to-back, five in seven games, all on the road, uh, a lot of minutes logged, especially yesterday uh, in a game that was probably a lot more exerting than necessary or that they anticipated anyway against the Pacers, um, and now having to travel to, to Minnesota to take on a Timberwolves team who are fighting tooth and nail to try and avoid that playing. I think they're very live for that sixth seed in the West. There's absolutely no reason why they can't grab it or even hire it, just given the way that Things are sort of coming together over on that side of town. So for me as well, from a matchup perspective, this is probably going to be one that's played in the half court. And if you look at all of Minnesota's games, when they're allowed to play half court basketball, they're very efficient offensively, but they're also very, very good defensively and very underrated in that regard. So the fact that they're not going to be up against a team that's going to try and push tempo and force them in transition, it's just going to work to their benefit. Uh, and I think that those tired legs as well start to really come to fruition for Philadelphia down the stretch. So love Minnesota in this spot. Grab the plus one and a half last night. No problem at current market either. I think this is probably the cutoff point for me. Um, if you prefer money line, completely support that as well. 
But uh, I think this is absolutely the spot. The Timberwolves keep rolling here and probably one of those spots where the Sixers just schedule a loss and move on from here. Yeah, no, it's a good point there, man. Yeah, the back-to-back spot with travel, third game in four nights, fourth game in six nights, five game in seven nights, all on a roll for the Sixers in this one, guys. Um, wouldn't be a bit surprised to see them run out of gas in the fourth quarter in this one. I'm also on the Wolves in this one. On the, the line was at plus one and a half last night. I'll go ahead and take the point line for the show. Chris, how are you looking at this game, my brother? Yeah, I think you guys said it all. Um, a few players questionable leading up to the game. Surprised that Joel Embiid is, is actually not questionable right now uh, because this would be a pretty decent spot for at least one or two of their stars to sit. And, you know, I think the 76ers probably believe that they can beat the Timberwolves maybe without a guy or two as well. But uh, from a pure motivational standpoint, you know, the, this is a much more important spot for the Timberwolves as well. They've strung a few wins together now. Uh, you know, Josh, ever since – you and I talked about the Timberwolves in my power ratings. They've they've done a lot better, so I think you're right about that. Uh, you know, they're surging a little bit, um, and, you know, there's room in the Western Conference for them to make up some space here and to get higher in, in the rankings. So I think this game just matters a little bit more to the Timberwolves. I think on the other side, it might feel kind of like the game felt last night for the Nuggets, you know, these, like, uh, interconference games where you're not that familiar with your foe. Easy game to kind of throw away for Philly. So I, I think the only side to look at here is Minnesota. I didn't take it. I kind of just overlooked this game. Uh, but I, I think also at current market value, not a bad price. Exactly, man. So, yeah, we're, I mean, we rock. I, I don't see many scenarios where the Wolves um, don't get it done in this one. Coming off two days rest as well, Josh. So let's get this cash. Let's howl with the Wolves in this one, guys. Um, I'm going with Timberwolves on the money line for the show. And our guy Josh is rocking with Timberwolves minus two as well. Let's go 2-0 and one time for the one time, guys. So over here to the streets of uh, Oklahoma City here, guys. We have the Thunder getting the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder getting four points at the house versus the Golden State Warriors here on the road. Um, Warriors are land minus one. 75 on the money line. If you'd like to go with the Thunder to get the outright win, um, they are getting a plus 150 on the money line in this one. Over and under sitting at 243 in this one, Josh. Um, you, what are we doing? Are we going Undertaker in this one or what? What are we doing, Josh? <laughs> Man, I have to at this this number. It's uh, getting pretty ridiculous and keeps going up as well. So there's no, it's not necessarily a rush to jump uh, in and grab your position just yet. But looking at the Warriors lately, I think they've found that defensive identity once again. Um, and it seems to be, hopefully, for them, carrying over to the road where it hasn't happened all season long. But I think we're starting to see enough signs that uh, everyone seems to be on the same page at long last. Steve Kerr seems to be a little bit more settled in, in his rotations, which I think is a really, really big part uh, for them in terms of starting to build some continuity and success going forward. I think a lot of the first part of the season was him not really knowing who the guys off the bench were going to be. And we saw, you know, for the first few months of the season where their starters had a terrific net rating uh, and they were losing games because of how bad that bench was. So I think that's going to start to stabilize now as the playoffs come around. This is a team that's genuinely going to make a push for a uh, top four seed in that West and try and secure home court for the first round at the very least. Um, and, you know, the Thunder, I think it's fair to say, probably trending in the opposite direction now. Uh, you know, they're working a lot more on development. You look at some of their rotations, you look at a lot of their shot profiles, very different to what it was in January when this team was running up scores, putting up big numbers uh, and, you know, riding a very, very hot ATS streak. So I think that probably starts to come to an end now as well. Uh, for them, obviously missing some pieces as well. Not necessarily huge pieces, but guys like Kendrick Williams, who I, I think were doing terrific jobs for for them and, and fit the system and what they were trying to achieve. So 
ultimately, I just think this number is just way too high. It's based on season-long averages from both these teams in terms of Oklahoma City's offense, Golden State's defense. Both of those, I think, are in different positions right now to what they have been over the past couple of months. So for me, I, I make this 237 flat. Um, I, I love the current market price. I think it's probably going to even go below that. Um, just looking at my projected pace for this one. And like I said, the defensive upside of Golden State and the offensive downside projected for Oklahoma City. Yeah, that's a good point there, man. And also, as our guy Alex always says, you can't spill thunder without the under in this one, my guy. So, uh, they, hey, I definitely couldn't talk you off. Yeah, this is a high total, Josh. And we've also seen those totals north of 240 start to come down to some regression, starting to hit those unders at a high rate. Um, I know you and a few of my other guys have really been hit. Anything sitting like 239 and above, they're looking towards the under, man. So could not talk you off there, Josh. Um, Chris, how are you looking at this game, my brother? Warriors land four on the roll versus the Thunder. Yeah, I'm probably going to be pretty annoying the next month or two talking about the Warriors because I'm I'm expecting this team to go on a run, and you know, for my money, this is you know this is still going to be the team to beat in the Western Conference eventually. You know, they're they're going to start to hum together. They're going to show a lot of chemistry eventually. A lot of their bench, a lot of their rotation has worked a lot in the together in the past. That's right, Jay. You heard it, and, and you're going to keep on hearing it from me too. Um, you know, they're still the champs, guys. They're still the champs. Uh, and coming off that loss against the Lakers. I think that was a just a big disappointment for them, right? Obviously, Steph Curry's first game back after they strung together five straight wins. Klay Thompson looking like his younger self. A lot of those supporting cast members stepping up in those games and looking good, too, with that new rotation. And then, obviously, Steph Curry, they only get better, but they looked pretty uh, clumsy on the offensive end against the Lakers and a good, a good defense lately for the Lakers. But because that just happened in that game, I love them in the spot against OKC. I mean, they put up 128 and 140 on this team before. I agree with Vincent, who had a comment before. If you're going to go with an over in this game, I think the Warriors are probably a pretty good look. I wouldn't go with the full game or with the Thunder, though, because I agree with Josh. I think we're going to start to see more of that defense from the Warriors. Um, you know, lately, OKC, very average against the three, allowing a ton of offensive rebounds. The Warriors have been a top 10 team offensive rebounding wise. A lot of second chance opportunities, but they haven't been as effective from the field. And this is a good opportunity for them to be more effective against the Thunder team that, like Josh said, kind of entering experimental mode here probably on the back half of the season. Um, another coach was saying the SGA might not play as many minutes. Of course, he came out and exploded in that last game. Uh, so, you know, maybe he still makes a dent in this one. But I think this is all Warriors guys uh, would not have been on this game if they won against the Lakers. But this is a quick redemption spot for them, I think. And a team that has to start putting it together, right? I mean, this is kind of desperation mode at this point as they sit in, what, the seventh or eighth spot in the Western Conference. Yeah, no, it's a good point, Chris. Uh, but I just have a question. More, not just for this game, but for the long term, you're saying that they could really make a run. Does it does it worry you that they are the worst ATS team on the road in the league, even oh, yeah. behind the Absolutely. San Antonio Spurs and Houston Rockets? <laughs> Eight and 22 against the spread Absolutely. on the road. I don't see them making a deep run into the playoffs unless they can really start to figure things out um, on the road, yeah. Chris. Well, what we've seen over and over again from this team is that they have on, on court and off the court leadership arguably like no other team in the nba you know that's steph curry that's steve kerr and you know just from listening to podcasts of smart people talk about the warriors team when they're on the road it's like the young guys and the old guard kind of separate you know they don't have a lot of chemistry as much on the road when they're at home it's more natural but i expect players like steph curry draymond green who i know he punched jordan Poole preseason <laughs> but uh i you know i i think they're going to step up and say the right things and do the right things because that's what the Warriors do, and they've done it over and over and over again. 
So I don't question things that I've seen before. Are they going to be the number one seed in the West? Obviously not. You know, probably not. Uh, but I think they're going to surge at some point. And they're going to be a dangerous team, uh, you know, just because of that experience factor, right? And you still have, as far as a teammate goes, as far as just a lethal player on the court, Steph Curry's one of the best in the NBA still. They still got him as long as he stays healthy. I think this is a dangerous team. And I like how they developed their bench and some of their rotations without Curry. You know, they, they were looking pretty damn good without him. No, that's a good point there, Chris. I was just mainly saying because obviously if you're not a top four seed, you won't have the home court advantage there. And they could play yeah. huge in the in a series versus the uh, for the Warriors in that one, Josh. Um, what, what do you think about the Warriors' chances making a deep playoff run, even with them not having um, a home, home court advantage with their road struggles this year? Yeah, I mean, the West is just so plateaued that it, it's difficult to really rank too many teams higher than everyone else. I mean, ultimately, if you made me pick a winner right now in the West, the Warriors would probably still come up as the third, maybe the fourth choice, um, which is still impressive, I think, when you look at their season-long metrics and how they perform so far. Uh, for me, it, the West still runs through Phoenix, I think, uh, and I still think Denver's probably being a little bit undervalued given what we've seen from them when fully healthy. But after those two teams, yeah, probably. Uh, but like you said, I think we just need to see that consistency on the road from them. Uh, to to at least uh, solidify something that suggests that they can at least flick some sort of switch come playoff time. No, that's a good point there, my guys. Uh, definitely a good point. point. Now, yeah, like, I'm sorry, Jay. I was going to say, it's your guys' point. I, I think the Warriors are something like 3-12 and 12 ATS as away favorites. So um, yeah. I don't want to pick them tonight, but that's how much I like this spot. <laughs> Exactly. No, I couldn't talk you off. Yeah, it's for this game, Chris. I couldn't talk you off. I don't need the Warriors have beaten them eight straight times, and they're also eight one and one ATS last ten versus the Thunder. So I kind of joked on my late night show that the Warriors own part stock into this Thunder team, guys. <laughs> our guy Josh is rocking with under two forty three in this one, and our guy Chris is taking Warriors minus the four in this one. Could not talk either one of you guys off in that one, guys. So over to the streets of Houston in this one, guys. Uh, Chris, Chris wanted to talk about this game, guys. We're going we got the Houston Rockets here getting. <laughs> Six and a half points at the house versus the Brooklyn Nets in this one, guys. Land six and a half points on the road. If you like to go the money line route, the Brooklyn Nets are laying minus 230 on the money line. Uh, Houston Rockets get back plus 190 on the money line if you'd like to go with them to get the outright win. Uh, over and under sitting at 230 and a half in this one, Chris. Uh, what do you like in this game, my brother? Yeah, so the Warriors are, are three and 10 ATS as an away favorite. So not quite as bad as I thought, but that, that's still pretty bad. Um, I'm not going to have as much nuance to say about this game because i mean look at the game <laughs> you know it's, it's the houston rockets and it's the brooklyn nets but um I'm, I'm a fan of this brooklyn nets team as just an ats companion you know they just have a lot of b b plus players on this team and i think they're going to be pretty feisty now i kind of like them ats today too because they have a lot of momentum coming out off of a few wins uh we, they showed some really good defense against the hornets against the celtics obviously in that comeback their top five defense for the last three games and, you know, while three games is not a huge sample size, I, I do like how they're kind of coming together as a team. And I think they kind of found it against the Celtics um, in that comeback victory. Mikhail Bridges is starting to shine, too, as a two-way player that he obviously is. You know, but he gets a spot here that he can shine for the Nets. Um, and the Houston Rockets is a very clear trend with this team. When they face teams like the San Antonio Spurs, who they just whooped, and there's, you know, a lot of points in those games. That's when we see high totals, right? That's when we see a better version of the Houston Rockets. But against good defenses, against good teams, which I think I'm going to qualify the Nets as a good defense right now anyway, um, the Rockets don't score as many points. You see a lot of unders, 
They don't cover ATS. And I think that's the spot today, especially coming off of all the points and a few wins against the Spurs, two tanking teams. But this isn't a spot where the Rockets are going to go off, I don't think. Nets have some really good players on defense. We're starting to see that. You know, I think there's still one or two players away, obviously, from being a real contender in the Eastern Conference. But against teams like the Houston Rockets, I'm going to take advantage. So we're going to go Houston team total under 112 and a half. It's a little too high for me. I think they get up to around 106, 107. That's a good, great point there. We know the Nets have plenty of defenders on the wings that can guard the best players basically for the Rockets over there. And the Rockets don't have a ton of size down low. So two same type of teams there, Chris. You make some good points there, Josh. Um, what do you think about the you're the undertaker, Josh? What do you think about maybe an under on this game or just Rockets team total under in this one? Obviously coming off a couple wins. That was against the Spurs, though. Now you're actually going up against a formidable NBA team here, Josh. What do you think about Chris's play on the Rockets team total under? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to put money on the over. I think, you know, if I was going to just play devil's advocate, the only thing I'd say is when it comes to teams, especially like Houston Rockets, who are very young, and you come off a couple of games where you've put up a ton of points, you've played good basketball, uh, it's easy to carry that momentum over, especially shooting-wise when they're just launching it from three. And, you know, this is a team who's going to take more than enough shots from beyond the arc that, uh, you know, they don't have to hit too many. For, uh, for it to sort of come to fruition and clear that number. So I think that's probably the only threat here is if they hit, you know, in and around that sort of 38, 40% from deep, the game's probably going to be played at a fast enough pace because Brooklyn, I think the most surprising part about this Brooklyn Nets team is uh, they are a pretty fast-paced team, all things considered. They like to try and push tempo. They like to try and be aggressive early in the shot clock, I think just given the limitations that they have in half-court offense. So... Uh, maybe that's the only route that this goes in that direction. And, you know, like I said, if Brooklyn's able to put up a big score again, then I, I don't like unders in blowouts either because it can go, you know, you get a bunch of guys basically just running up and down the court playing like an open gym. Um, but at the same time, like I said, even with all that said, I wouldn't want to actually put money on an overs here. So for me, a complete stay away game, one that uh, I definitely won't have on my television set at all and have zero interest in following. But uh, I'm rooting for you, Chris. Yeah, I'm going to watch every – I can't wait to watch this game tonight. Uh, I've set aside everything today, guys, so I can watch the <laughs> Brooklyn Nets uh, go up against the Houston Rockets. I can't wait for this game. It's the only game that I'm going to be watching tonight. Our guy Chris is rocking with the Rockets. Team total under 112.5 in this one, guys. I actually I actually do see a pathway of you getting that one, um, Chris. So hopefully they're missing their threes, but Josh makes some good points as well. But we're always rooting for you on the show, Chris. Trust me. We need Hey, we need that overall record to get to some positive, my guy. But let's get over here to another great game here guys going over to the streets of LA here Los Angeles where we have the LA Lakers sitting at a pick versus the Memphis Grizz in this one basically just asking uh, either team to win if the people if, for the guys that don't know what pick means and no one guys you just pick the winner guys uh, over and under sitting at 224 and a half in this game Josh what are we doing my brother this was at 226 last night something tells me it was some of your money pushing this line down to under 224 and a half Josh yeah, I was fortunate enough to grab the 226 when it was uh, up and available. I agree with where it's currently moving. I'm still a little bit below this number. I'm about 223 flat, so not a huge market edge here. But I think that might even still be a little bit higher than what it should be, just given it's difficult to project the Memphis Grizzlies in the situation that they're in with the guys that they have out. 
and sort of, you know, the internal issues that they're trying to work through at the moment. Uh, and for me, I still think the Lakers are a team who are probably being uh, a little bit overrated from a totals perspective, just given that their defense is, I think, better than what it's showing itself on the stat sheet in particular. Uh, they're also playing a little bit slower than what they were for the most part of the season as well. So uh, I kind of do lean towards the Lakers. I agree here. I think that they're probably the right side. Um, they're a team who's still are trending in the right direction, all things considered. Obviously, every game is of immense importance to them right now. Uh, but more so than anything else, I like the way that they match up with this shorthanded Memphis team as well. Um, you know, they're not going to let the Grizzlies run in transition. They're certainly, I think, going to have mismatches to exploit in the half court for them. Uh, and if we just get sort of the right pieces performing at a certain level offensively, the Lakers should get the job here uh, in the end. But uh, like I said, for me, the under still stands out with two defenses who I actually rank these two teams as the two best defenses right now in the Western Conference. Um, so for me, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer from that situation. Low pace, two very, very good defenses, two offenses missing some very key pieces. Uh, I think it's just a recipe for this one to be pretty comfortable and hopefully sweat-free for us. Yeah, that's a good point there, man. Yeah, obviously, without John Moran, Tyus Jones running the show over there for the Grizzlies. They do get Dylan Brooks back there as well. That helps out the under. We know that this team is going to have to win with defense right now, Josh. So that's a really good look. I was really thinking the same thing last night. Obviously, the Lakers as well, um, they, they're having to win with defense right now as well, Chris. Um, pick them type of game, total going down, Chris. How are you looking at this one, my brother? Do you agree with Josh's play on the under here? You, yeah, I mean, I, I would lean to the under. Um, the only thing for me is the number was right right on the money for me. Um, you know, Memphis, the thing about Memphis, right, is they, they always attack. And obviously there's going to be a little less of that without John Morant. But um, without John Morant now, I do think that this is a team, and we've seen how tenacious they can be in the past, they tend to respond and they tend to play for uh, each other. And, and I think that's going to kind of be their attitude tonight. I, I, I kind of like Memphis money line tonight, and the line's been moving down. I took it. Uh, for a light unit of plus money, uh, you know, just because they know they're going to be without him for a little while now. So they have to string together or find ways to win games. And Lakers are definitely playing better defense. So we've seen this Lakers team before when they get punched in the mouth a little bit against a team like Memphis who likes to attack, attack. Then the Lakers start to chase, you know, and, and you just don't want to see that from the Lakers because they're playing good half-court basketball right now. Anthony Davis is playing well. I just don't know if they have enough practice playing the way that they are now without LeBron. And I do expect Memphis to attack from the onside, uh, from opening tip-off. So um, lean lean to the under. I just think the number's, the number's very close to where I have it. And and I do uh, like Memphis tonight. Thought about putting it on the sheet. Not a strong enough play for me, but uh, I think they're going to be feisty. Gotcha, gotcha. Josh, what do you think? If DeAndre Russell comes back tonight, do you think that help, do you think that hurts your underplay? Yeah, it'll definitely uh, sort of tick up the pace a little bit. It'll help the offensive efficiency, having more spacing and shooting on the floor. Um, but ultimately, I think those things still cancel out, just given the fact that the Memphis defense should be able to own in on someone like that. You know, and I think that they'll still be able to force the Lakers into late shot clock situations. They're a team that still gets back in transition that doesn't give up those early opportunities. So for me, that's always kind of the key when I'm uh, playing in unders is, you know, how late in the shot clock is the average shot going to be? Um, and in this case, for me, you know, I think we see a lot of these possessions going into the final 10 seconds each way uh, without a ton of transition opportunity, hopefully. 
Yeah, I can dig it. I can dig it, man. That's a great, great breakdowns, man. Our guy Josh is rocking with the under 22, uh, 224 and a half in this one, guys. Uh, Chris would lean that way as well. He's also leaning towards the Grizzlies there, um, getting the pick in that one, guys. But let's go ahead and get to some Q&A in this one, guys. Uh, we went over our top games, went over went over the top four games, went over our best bets as well. Now to get now time to get to some Q&A um, in the chat, my guys. Um, unfortunately, don't see any questions right now, guys. I'm, I'm trying to see if I'm in the right chat, but I don't see any questions right now. Uh, if we don't see any questions, man, I can't help but <laughs> – all right, one question. Ryan Jones says, should I take the Lakers or Steve, Steph Curry three-point total, Josh? Um, no idea what Steph Curry's three-point total is off the top of my head, probably four and a half, I assume. Um, splitting hairs there. I think they're probably about as likely as each other. Uh, no issue with either one. I would lean towards him going over. I would lean towards the Lakers, like I said. But uh, I think there's better looks on the board everywhere else, to be honest, than, than trying to force one out of those two. Got you, got you. Well, Chris, we know where you stand uh, on the Lakers. You like the Grizzlies, but uh, so you would probably lean towards the Steph Curry three-point total there, Chris? I would, I would lean towards that, but he still might be on a slight minutes restriction tonight. And do are the Warriors going to need him to be at the height of his powers, you know? Uh, when the Warriors have to come back, you know, that's when he starts dropping it really quickly. Uh, but I, I don't know if they're going to need that tonight, especially against a Thunder team that can't stop anyone in the paint. You know, so maybe that's the emphasis. Um, so I, I don't like that Steph Curry one as much, especially with the minutes restriction element. Got you, got you. Yeah, and I always say, Ryan, I mean, we're here to give you sports betting advice, not necessarily tell you exactly, you know what I'm saying, what you have to bet. So I always say go with your good. That's what you'll sleep better with at night. We might give you one and then you're leaning the other way and then you're pissed at us. I always say <laughs> go with your good, man. That's what that's what you're that's what you're gonna sleep better with at night, my guys. Um next question from our for in the chat. Magic or books, Josh? Mm. At this point, at this current price, I probably want to take the Bucks. to be honest, even with Giannis and Drew out. Um, you know, if you got in early on the Magic, obviously, kudos to you. That's a terrific market position. That was the way I was leaning initially at the opener. Um, but we're probably moving a little bit too far now. And the Bucks money line, I think, looks the most appealing if we're going to get involved in that one. What do you think, Chris? Take the Bucks uh, minus two or money line there? I took the Magic um, in the first half, plus four last night. Really angry at myself. I didn't take him plus seven today for the full game. I would agree with Josh now. I, I would look to go back on the Bucs. Uh, pretty good middle, too, obviously, if you if you have the Magic yeah. in this game. And maybe you get a situation like last night uh, with the Cavs and yeah. Celtics. So, um, I don't know. You know, Magic, uh, this is where the Magic are good. They're, they're home underdogs. They're very good. They're 62% ATS this year in that situation. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's a super tough game. Could see it going either way. It's crazy because Giannis was probable last night, uh, and then now he's out this morning, man. So just how funny the NBA injury report is. But we knew that Drew Holiday was going to be out, guys. But that's it for the questions, guys. We broke. We uh, only had two questions in the chat. We had four games, broke those down, even answered about a couple games that weren't on the outline as well, guys. So let's go ahead and go over our best bets for the show in this one. Let's try to get some cash um, tonight, guys. Our guy Josh rocking with Timberwolves, howling with the Wolves in that one. Minus two was also taking. 
Warriors Thunder under 243, and he's also taking Grizzlies Lakers under 224 and a half. I'm going to rock with the Wolves as well. Fifth game in seven nights all on the road for the Sixers. I'd be very surprised if they got this win tonight. And our guy Chris is rocking with the Warriors there on the road. And the Rocket, Rockets team total under 112 and a half at the house. And no one, guys. Let's go 5-0 and oh one time for the one time. We really appreciate everyone for tuning in to the show, guys. I'm your host, Jay Money. That's our guy, Josh. It's our guy, Chris, as well. Man, make sure you guys are following us on Twitter. Uh, hit the like button, whether you're watching on Twitter, uh, YouTube, all that good stuff. Check out the links in the descriptions for our special million-dollar um, contest, guys. March Mayhem. And also have sign-up bonuses uh, in there as well, guys. So make sure you check out the Twitter page, BetUS TV Twitter page, with all of that uh, info stuff as well, guys. Uh, like I said, I'm your host, Jay Money. We will be back tomorrow, Monday through Friday, giving you guys our best NBA bets here on the show. We will be back tomorrow, guys.